0: You're listening to The Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today is all about how to build a unified content marketing plan. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for leaving reviews of the show. All Naptem fans said, love this podcast. i learn learned something every time. I also love Michelle's energy. Her hype woman vibe makes me feel empowered to put into action the tips she shares about marketing. I can't tell you how much And what this means to me, that you take time out of your day to not only listen in, but to leave a review. I appreciate you so much. This is going to get it out so more people can enjoy all these tips, tactics, and strategies. All right, so let's dive into your content. Now, if you really think about it, content is no longer a marketing tactic. It's a brand currency. And if you're like most marketers, you get stuck in the rhythm of creating content asset after content asset. And like, you're just moving on to the next, right? This is referred to as asset-centric marketing. When you're creating content this way, it feels so helpful to your audience and you feel like super productive, right? Well, here's the thing. Doing asset-centric marketing does absolutely nothing to expand your brand's sphere of influence. It all comes down to to consistently drawing customers towards your brand by purposefully creating an ecosystem of high value interconnected assets, right? While asset-driven marketing amounts to scattering like all this raw content, think of like the ecosystem, they're driving marketing, right? Ecosystem drive, driven, maybe marketing. <laughs> you know the proper English. Anyway, What happens is, By creating this ecosystem-driven marketing, it creates this gravitational pull towards your business as each new asset reinforces the other, creating a collective experience that becomes stronger and more effective as it expands. So can you imagine yourself for just a minute creating content where it gives your audience, like it leaves them on the edge of their seats, just waiting for you to put out the next content asset? Like so they can consume. Sounds crazy cool, right? Well, there are five essential components to creating your content ecosystem working together in harmony, right? So let's break it down. First are content streams, which are streams of collections of contents that support a specific stage of the customer journey. In an ecosystem, assets across content streams are connected to create seamless, a seamless customer experience. Make sense? All right. So think about the customer journey. We already know this, right? We have like awareness. They do some research. Then they're in that consideration phase, right? Should I, should I work with you? This is where I'm always talking about, where they're making that decision to go on their journey with you as their guide. And then they make a purchase, they make a buying decision, and then they have post purchase phase. Okay. So think about that as the journey. Now let's think about what kind of content to put out along this journey. So search content falls under awareness and research. This type of content attracts qualified traffic by providing the best answers to their questions while they're searching. Then you have foundational content that spans across awareness, research, and consideration. This type of content acquaints customers with who you are, what you stand for, what you do, and what you offer. And then next is thought leadership, right? This is where we're talking about building authority. So this too spans across the awareness, research, and consideration phase. Now, this type of content persuades the customer of your brand's credibility and the industry differentiation, okay? (laughs) I think I said that right. Then you have the product, right? You have product which really spans across consideration and the purchase. Now, this type of content educates your customers or your prospects about the solutions that you provide and the results that those solutions generate. And then lastly, you have customer streams. This is in that post-purchase phase, right? This type of content continuously informs customers of what they need to know to stay ahead or to get to that next level, right? To continue on their journey with you as their guide. Now, your asset mix defines the type of content you'll use within each content stream. So let's break this down. This could be guides like a PDF or some sort of lead magnet, right? It could also be uh, maybe a blog or a podcast. And then let's just say some videos, like how-to videos, okay? Make sense? So then your content pillars or your topic pillars, let's just call them topic pillars for just a second are the broad topic areas you want your brand to be known for in the market, okay? So think of topic pillars as the themes that organize your content, okay? So I'm sure you've heard this as referred to as also content pillars, right? So we want to look at this kind of sort of as topic instead, All right? So when you have limited resources, the topic pillars help you strategically anchor your content Around what matters most for your business, right? So, this is really honing in on what's more important for your business, okay? So, when we're talking about just throwing out content after content, we don't wanna be that asset centric content. So, let's just give an example here. Let's say you have a financial service coaching, right? And you wanna be seen as the industry expert in debt management. The content and your ecosystem would align to the topic pillar of managing debt. So, in the search phase, you'd answer questions about managing debt. The foundational phase, you're positioning your brand as a financial service business with products to help manage debt. Then, the thought leadership phase, you present your unique selling position in the market on debt management. And then, the product phase, you explain the solutions. For managing debt. And then in the customer phase, explain what's next for ongoing debt management. Is this all making sense now? So, next in the ecosystem is strategically placing links to ensure that your content within your ecosystem is built to reinforce your topic authority and leads customers through the purchasing journey in an organic way, right? Now, so think about it as one piece of content that's cross-linking. To another piece of content. For example, let's say you have your blog. You have a link that's related to maybe another blog, or maybe in that blog, you have a link that's created to a how to video or another free resource. Is this making sense? See how it's like all crossing to another? So you want them, this is one thing that I always hear all the time where everybody's like, I want a link to my YouTube video, which I think is a great idea. However, if you've ever been on YouTube, you know that on the right side, you have all these like what's next, right? Like you'll see like the same topic that you're on, but it has all your competitors there. So what happens is you get in this like black hole or this vortex and you get sucked in and then you just kind of forget like, hey, why did I show up here? Who was I showing up to see? Because you're looking at all your, like you get into all your competitors' videos, right? And then Maybe they forget what they came here for, or maybe somebody else persuades them, or after watching the fifth person, then they buy from that fifth person rather than buy from you. By having this ecosystem and cross-linking everything together, you're keeping them in the vortex of your stuff. So every asset in your ecosystem has a role to play in the customer decision-making process. So based on how an an asset aligns with your customer's decision-making journey, you can predict... What content, call to action, will appeal to those who want to take the next step towards learning about your solutions and about your solutions, okay? Now, with an ecosystem of content built around a core set of topics, you can now dynamically configure (laughs) configure, configure related assets into rich value-based experiences and campaigns, also known as content burst, okay? So these content bursts capitalize on timely topics to give your brand an instant additional lift, right? It's all about taking a cluster of content in a timely topic and promoting those assets as a series, right? A series of topics over a specific period of time to capitalize on the rising demand, right? So if we go back to our, our model of the financial, right? And the debt management. Think about like when would be a good time for them to focus on debt management. So it could be like after the holiday season, right? Because a lot of people charge their, their holiday gifts. Another example could be like your the graduation season, right? College graduates, they're compiling content that specifically addresses the subtopics of student loan debt. It's a perfect way to get your voice out there to newly graduated students trying to figure out how the heck they are going to pay off their student loans. Like what's the best way to do it? Well, this is how you build a unified content marketing plan with a content ecosystem. It's time to create content that increases your brand exposure across the channels that compounds the traffic that you're driving to your site. So think about the the compound effect and think about this whole cross-linking. So it's like they watch one thing. Oh, and now here's a video. So now I can visually see it, right? Maybe it's a podcast. So they can, if they're audio. So you're wanting to give them all these different, like little pieces of content that just build upon your authority, builds upon the belief in themselves that they can actually achieve these results. And as audiences engage with your content, you now have the infrastructure in place to convert them into leads and ultimately customers more effectively. Now, aligning all of your content to a few topic pillars that stacks up assets that reinforce your brand's expertise in high-priority areas. And by staging assets strategically across the customer experience or the customer journey and connecting them by both topic and customer intent, your brand is set up to influence the customer decision-making process, okay? Okay a content ecosystem unlocks your vision of content that keeps the whole marketing coordinated and working towards the same goals that you have set more efficiently. Now, if you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, Michelle, this was a lot," which it was, so if you need to go back and listen, definitely go back and listen because there's a lot of things that you can start implementing today, okay? So, here is five steps on how to start building your content ecosystem right now, right? Today. So get a pen, get a paper, put me on pause, whatever you need to do and listen. Okay. Write this down. Step one is assess your current content experience. Is it helping your brand by helping your perfect person? Do you have the content your perfect person needs at every stage of their buying journey, right? What we just talked about at all those different stages. Is your content helping you achieve your marketing objectives? Are you getting any sales or any leads from the content that you're currently putting out? Right, That's step one. And if you get to step one and you're like, whoa, whoa, that is okay. This is the whole point of doing this exercise because you are going to make a decision today to, to create this ecosystem of content. All right, Step two, identify the content streams that you need. So figure out what content is required, then figure out how it needs to connect to the rest of your content in your ecosystem to generate your desired results, okay? So notice how I keep saying your results. So what are the results you want? What were those results that you said at the beginning of the year that these are the targets that I wanted to hit and that you're reviewing monthly and quarterly? So go back and reassess those to make sure that all these steps fall in line to what you want to do, okay? Step three is to define your content mixes. This is all about using a solid marketing intelligence, and that should be guiding your decision-making. So how does your perfect person prefer to consume information at the different stages of the decision-making process? So think about that. Remember, I was just saying like, is it audio? Is it visual, right? Is it reading? Is it attending a webinar? Is it sitting with you for five days in a challenge? How are your competitors approaching content at a similar stage? So do some research and figure it out. I'm not saying to copy what your competitors are doing, but definitely take notice and take a look. What is working for other people? What is not? and even if you're like okay let me we can, we can, let me mix it up right to see like maybe what you feel more comfortable with or what your person you know your perfect people would would rather be and mix some things and are there opportunities for you to fill an information gap in the market so have you identified somewhere this is one thing that i did is i've identified That for me in particular, so this is just something for you to think about. Like, maybe how can it relate to you and your business? Is there a gap in the market? Is there something that you see like, wow, like for me, there's a lot of foundational ad courses, right? Everybody knows Facebook ads 101 and everybody has courses like that, but nobody has that intermediate or advanced level, right? For those that want to run their own ads, nobody has that because why? It's either you're learning and like off of the foundational. Or you end up just hiring it out to somebody. But what about those who want to do it themselves or maybe don't have the resources to hire an agency or they have somebody in-house that they want to hire, but they want to follow specific strategies that agencies are using? So I found that there was definitely a gap in that market. And I took advantage of that opportunity when I created your traffic factory. So what opportunities are there for you to fill in the gap in the market? So take note of that. All right, step four, set your your topic pillars. Now, you most likely have these set up. So adapt it from asset-centric to audience-centric content. It's time for your topic pillars to show your audience so you can, like that you're going to be showing to your audience so you can be that go-to resource or that go-to person, the thought leader, the authority, right, in your market for the solutions that you offer. Step five is to facilitate content creation. So you have this content plan that's unified and it's collaborated to achieve your marketing goals. You need the resources to create that content at scale. Okay. So don't let this freak you out. Like I know a lot of people are like, wait, what? I got to get a team. Not necessarily. You don't need a whole big team of people, but you number one should not be doing all the things. And two, you need somebody to really help you, right? You're the face, you're the brand, you need to be the one creating this content and getting it out there. But could it be like getting somebody on your team to maintain this strategy? Like maybe they help you come up with content topics, maybe they help you repurpose it and get it posted on your blog and get it up and all that good stuff while ensuring access to the flexible bandwidth that you need to fuel the creation at scale. Okay. So think about that. Make cue to the time you build a unified content plan. All right. I hope you enjoyed the show. I would love it if you would to leave an honest review of the podcast on iTunes. I so appreciate you spending time with me here today until next time. Let's grow your business together.